Hello everyone. Hello, hello. I hope you've had a great week so far. It's Friday and I know y'all are just ready to rest this weekend. I know I am, at least I am. Um but we are about to get started on a much needed topic. We are talking about tongues, the gift of tongues, tongues of fire, right? And God had me feel led to talk about this because there are, there's a lot of confusion and a lot of discrepancies about, uh, tongues and if everyone can have them and do you need them to go to heaven That foolishness? So we're going to dispel all of that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So I'm going to pray and we're going to get started on this. So father God, I thank you. God, let this edify Everyone listening to Father God and let this clear up any confusion about your gift of tongues. That is for everyone, Lord God. That is available for everyone. Hallelujah. So I thank you, God, for this wonderful gift. And I thank you, God, that gifts are and callings are without repentance, Lord God. So I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I decrease as you increase, Father. So, um... I'm going to just get started with my first point. Can anyone speak in tongues? I want to say, now, if you're in the body of Christ, yes. Okay. You have to be saved first before you speak in tongues. But if you're saved, if you confess the name of the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's, I'm going to get to it later, but that's when you're baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Because now that's, the Holy Spirit, first of all, is a he, not an it. And I, I, God corrected me on that because it's Jesus on the inside of you. He said, I'm sending you one, uh, what is the scripture? He told the disciples before he ascended to heaven and, and sat on the right hand of the father that I'm sending you one of the same kind, I believe. Um, and this is our, like this, that Holy Spirit is our advocate. He's our helper. And let me see here. And then we're going to get into like the different types of tongues and all of that jazz. Okay. So I want to go to John chapter 14. And I want to read all of these scriptures in the in the ESV, by the way, because um, it's very important. It's very important that we understand that. Okay, here we go. It's very important that we understand this so that you know we we can stop listening to whatever foolishness in garbage that people are just you know put they they that they put in the bible but it's not really there it's called eisegesis anyway that's kind of a different <laughs> episode for a different time um so i want to read from verse 26 i'm in john chapter 14 and it says but the whole the helper of the holy spirit whom the teach uh, whom the father will send in my name he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that i've said to you peace i live I leave with you my peace I give to you not as the world gives 
do I give to you? Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Um, and that was part of the That was part of the uh, one I wanted to send. There we go. All right. Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. There we go. And I will ask the Father. This is uh, verse in the same chapter. This is verse 16. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Okay. And he would, he also, Jesus said, um, you know, it is best. It is of great benefit that I leave you, you know, so that the, basically, so the Holy spirit can live on, on the inside of you. But yeah, so this is, this is basically, I want to know if this is in the KJV that I'm thinking of. Probably not. But in the KJV, it says you get, she shall give you another comforter. Okay. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Hallelujah. But you know what I'm saying? So, but you see how that, wow. So that there is, this, there it says this in scripture that, you know, the Holy Spirit is a he. Because Jesus said, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He dwelleth. Okay. Um, I didn't find a scripture that I wanted to find, but I know what's in there. Uh, and I know Jesus said it. <laughs> um, but can anyone speak in tongues? If you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you are capable of speaking in tongues. I want to recant my statement with, um, I feel like I, I said in a previous episode that like, you know, not everyone is going to speak in tongues. That the thing is, you know, there is a scripture in first Corinthians 12 where it says, you know, does all, are all apostles, are all prophets do all do miracles, are all healers, are all, you know, the, the implied answer is no, but we know it, but he, you got to read it in the context of first Corinthians 12 is talking about, or at least a large section of it is talking about the body of Christ and the many different functions that we have as a body. And Paul compares it to, you know, like you, the, the ear can't say to the eye, I don't need you. Or the hand can't say to the foot, I have no need of you. That's not true because we all have to work in tandem together. Okay. So, um, but you, if you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you can speak in tongues. Okay. And do not be discouraged and don't, because, you know, people like to take that scripture and saying like, oh, only a select few of people can speak in tongues. no. No, 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 no. You like the thing of the matter is whether you have a heavenly prayer or language or not, like as long as you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you have the see, here's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit right here besides tongues. I'll give you at least two. If you have convictions. If you know, like you shouldn't be lying or, you know, that you shouldn't be sleeping around or, you know, that you shouldn't be, uh, uh, watching porn, you, you know, stuff like that, you know, you get tempted, but it's like, you know, there's, there's an unction on the inside of you to not do that, to not go there, to not do whatever that, that sinful thing is. Right. That's the, that's the manifestation of the Holy spirit right there. 
another one is the fruits of the Holy Spirit. If you see that your patience, your gentleness with people has increased, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength and the joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So if you have joy, your love for people, your love for the people of God has increased. That's the manifest, that's a manifestation of the fruit of the Holy Spirit right there. Holiness. Okay. All right. All right, God. I didn't think I'd go here today, but it makes sense. Holiness is simply acting like the Holy Spirit. I mean, to be honest, it's acting like the Holy One, Jesus, the Anointed One. It is acting as acting like Jesus Christ. Is having the mind of Jesus Christ. Is being what a real Christian is. Being like a, a the word Christian means like little Christ, like junior Christ, you know, little Christ. But all, all in all, it, 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 Jesus said, you know, I do what I see my father do. In Romans 8, it says, they who follow after the spirit of God are the sons of God. So in the spirit of God, spirit, Holy Spirit. Okay, so if you follow after the Holy Spirit, you're, you're, you're being holy. You're, 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 that's holiness. Following after the Holy Spirit is holiness. Okay, doing whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do or what the Holy Spirit does, what Jesus does. That's holiness, period. It's not about, it's not about being perfect. It's not about, it's about long. First of all, it's honestly about long suffering. When someone offends you and strikes something against you or is, 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 has insulted you or has talked about you behind your back, you know, does, you know, has intentionally done something against you in some kind of way. And, you know, and you want to be petty and clap back and you want to do it to them back, you got to be long suffering. Now I did say in a previous episode, the difference between patience and long suffering. Okay. But in that case, you got to be long suffering. All right. Amen. Um, I know we don't like that, but it's how maturity and being perfected, not perfect, but perfected grows in us. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's holiness. It's not about your jean skirts. It's not about wearing all white or some kind of head covering or memorizing 511 scriptures. That's great that you know your Bible. Okay, cool. But that's not, like, God is not impressed with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we get so caught up in the wrong things. Like, we really do, like... That's, that's great that you know that you like to wear turtlenecks and don't want to show your chest all year round. Uh, but as for me and my house, I'm going to wear t- some tank tops when it gets hot. Amen. Because um, I just, you know, people think that, you know, it's like holiness, holiness on a woman, modesty on a woman is, you know, just buttoned up every time. Like, no, no. Like God wants you to breathe a little, okay? Um, clearly we're not showing all our goodies, but you know, modesty is just about having respect for yourself, you know. But if you, you we ain't gonna, I'm a doggone sure not gonna dress up like no doggone none, just just to say I'm Christian. No, you know, nope, 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 nope. You heard it here first, okay? I'm not no. Every once in a while, I'm going to pull out some shorts, okay, if it's hot like that. Otherwise, like, you know what? You know what? You know what? All right, God. 
a woman, not saying that this is appropriate, but in terms of holiness, a woman could wear booty shorts and have the love of God be so filled and so stirred on the inside of her versus one woman as a, let's say a Kojic woman, a Kojic mother in the Lord wearing her all white and have the spirit of Jezebel on the inside of her. Now who's more holy? <laughs> who's more holy? You know what I'm saying? It's not about, it's really not about what you wear. Now, does God influence what you wear and how you wear? Yeah, but holiness does not depend on whether you wear long skirts to your ankles or not. I just, I don't know why I feel led to go here, but man, like, can we, we got to stop. We, we just, we get caught up in the wrong things and we have bigger fish to fry. Okay. I just, you know, as long as you try to be appropriate and not be a stumbling block to your brother or sister, like wear what you want. Okay. Just don't show your goodies. Be respectful. You know, your body was bought with a price. You know, your body's the temple, your, your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So now we got to respect ourselves as the temple that we are. Right. But you know, at the same time, we ain't, we ain't got to overdo it. We really don't like, yeah. Um, so yeah, I had to go there. Um, <laughs> there's four categories of tongues that the Lord wanted me to bring up. Now I, I wrote down scripture for this. <laughs> I wrote down scripture for this. We're going to do, uh, the English standard translation, Eng- English standard version rather in these with these verses and i'm going to go to first corinthians 14 chapter four now um this is the category of unknown tongues tongues of uh, the, the tongues that y'all heard me on this podcast do i'm gonna demonstrate that one that tongue that one my that's my prayer language okay that's un that's the unknown tongue that's the gift of tongues okay that's there now there's various tongues um i'm gonna show y'all at least four but yeah there's more than just that but that's the unknown heavenly prayer language that's what we usually hear in church okay like with the if the minister is saying like you know stir stir up the holy spirit on the inside of you or you know speaking your heavenly language or something like that that's what he's talking about he or she's talking about okay so what i just did right um and i know it sounds like gibberish to people who have not spoken in tongues before or haven't heard other people speak in tongues yeah it's gonna sound like that because these are this is tongues from heaven like this is this is like tongues of fire like this is not this language that i just spoke it's not on earth it's heaven it's supernatural it's spiritual okay um and first corinthians 14 verse 4 says the one who speaks in a tongue builds himself built up himself but the one who prophesies builds up the church now i want you all to speak in tongues but even more to prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues. Oh, let me read that again. The one who prophesies is greater 
than the one who speaks in tongues. Wow. So this lie about you need to speak in tongues to go to heaven. If you just prophesy, this is Bible. I, t- I ran into this. I, I really didn't even pay attention to it like that. The one who, sp- who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues. So please, y'all, please, please, please do your research for yourself before you believe any minister of God with whatever they say, especially about some tongues. I am so sick of this deception in the earth and this like this unnecessary, unwarranted anxiety about your salvation just because you don't you don't say ishkatai 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 you don't say a robobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobob
right? And they started speaking in other tongues. The Bible says it's other tongues, okay? Um, so you have unknown tongues. That's the first category. That's what I just demonstrated. That's my prayer language, right? That's the, that's the one that edifies yourself, right? Then there's other tongues where you are fluently speaking in a language. Like, it. perfect example. I don't know French except for wee oui, wee oui and uh bonjour okay um <laughs> so if i all of a sudden got the now it'd be dope if it were to happen right now but i mean i don't i don't really need it to um but it, if i got the if the holy spirit came come came in my room like a rushing wind and i go from we just wee wee and bonjour and then next you know my tongues change and then I start speaking fluent French. I now have the gift of other, other tongues. O-T-H-E-R. Other tongues. Not unknown. Other tongues. So we're going to go to Acts chapter 2, verses 4. And I'm going to just kind of just read till I stop. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, by the way. Okay, thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You don't catch the Holy Spirit. I know we didn't heard in Pentecostal circles and probably Baptist circles about, you know, you know, they caught the Holy Ghost. You don't, you don't, you don't catch nothing. You can't, you don't, you don't caught, you ain't caught nothing. You don't catch the Holy Ghost or caught the Holy Ghost. You are filled or baptized with the Holy Spirit, but you are not, you, you can't catch it like a football. Amen. <laughs> we got to read our Bibles. Anyway, um, and they were all, oh, I'm going to read verse three first, actually. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each of them. And they were all filled, not caught, filled. <laughs> it ain't say they, they all caught the Holy Spirit. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance now they were dwelling in jerusalem jews devout men from every nation under heaven and at this sound the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language and they were am- they were amazed and astonished saying are not all these who are speaking Gal- galileans galileans Galileans, yeah, are not all these who are speaking Galilean Galileans? Okay, whatever. And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? I'm gonna read that again. How is it that we hear each of us in his <clears throat> in his own native language? So, and then it talks about you know the residents from Mesopotamia, Judea, Asia, Egypt, blah, 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 Rome, uh, Cretans, Arabians. And then it says, verse 11, we hear them telling in our own tongues, the mighty works of God. Okay. So that's like tongues of men, you know, tongue, uh, that's, that's like, uh, other tongues or tongues of men. Okay. Then we are going to go to the tongues of intercession. Now, these tongues are for like when you are, 
it's kind of like when you are edifying yourself, you're, you're, you know, you're in your own prayer language, right? But then you start like these groanings start coming about like these, it's kind of like weird travailing type sounds. Like that's the best way I can describe it. Like someone's like in like, like it's like a labor type of like a laboring sound. It's just, I can't, I can't really demonstrate it. Like I will have to be deep in like <laughs> in tongues or something. Like I, I gotta, I gotta really be deep in prayer or something like that. Um, but Romans eight twenty six says, likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself. Ooh, look at that again. The spirit himself, and it say itself, the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Now, y- y'all, as I'm recording this, like there's a lot of things that was popping out to me that I didn't see before. I kept, cause I myself kept calling the Holy spirit it, not him, but the spirit himself himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words okay so these are like utterances these are intercession like these these groanings are like the best way i can describe it is like when you're in such tremendous pain you can't even put into words or even when you're joyful and when you're so happy you can't put it into words you know it's, it's stuff like that, like stuff that go, like you're so full of emotion. It goes beyond your expression. You know, that it's, it's like that type of experience and the Holy spirit, you know, you know, the Holy spirit prays perfect prayers. Okay. It's Jesus on the inside of us. So you may not know what's going on, but the Holy spirit is talking directly to God, you know, and it's just you and him. Okay. And with the unknown tongues, that's the tongue where, you know, only you and God know what's happening. <laughs> only you and God. Um, and what I mean by you is like you and your flesh is not going to understand really, uh, what's, what you're saying, but, and I'm, and I'm gonna go back to first Corinthians 14, but you and your flesh don't know what you're saying, but in the spirit, like the Holy Spirit on the inside of you knows what's being said and God understands. Okay. It's be- just between you, it's between the Holy Spirit on the inside of you and God. Okay. So first Corinthians 14 verse two says for one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God for no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the spirit. Okay. So that is, um, you know, that's that. Um, oh, and then they give the, I'm going to stay in this chapter cause I have to talk about the interpretation of tongues. Now, like I said, this gift is pretty doggone cool. Um, I stand corrected with thinking that, um, cause I know, I feel like I said also in one of the previous episodes, that, you know, there's either the gift of tongues or you have the gift of interpretation of tongues. I, uh, like I said, again, I stay corrected because now I have met someone that does both speak in tongues and has interpretation of tongues. It's, the, it's so dope. It's, I just like, wow. Um, 
if I were to choose either gift, I was, I mean, I mean, I'm going to talk about how I was filled, you know, with the gift of tongues. Um, but I really like, I really find the interpretation of tongues so cool because it's like you are summarizing in a way or like, um, which is not really, even though we want to say it's a translation, it's really not, but it's more so like you're really saying what's on the mind of God through the tongues. Okay. And I'm just going to make more sense in scripture, but um, if God ever has you speaking in tongues in public, there is a reason why there's a message that has to get through. Okay. And that's where the interpreter, um, the interpretation of tongues has to come in. Cause otherwise, you know, to this congregation that you're speaking to in tongues, you just go into believers or unbelievers. You just going to sound like you're speaking in gibberish. Okay. You're going to sound like you're just speaking babblings. Okay. But not really like saying you know comprehensive things um so i'm gonna read verse 27 up until you know i stop this is first corinthians 14 verse 27 if any speak in a tongue let there be only two or at most three and each in turn lets and let someone interpret but if there is no one to interpret let each of them keep silent in church and speak to himself and to God. Okay. Um, oh, let me read this again from verse 26. This is good. What then brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. If anyone speak in a tongue, let there be only two or at most three and each in turn, and let someone interpret. But if there is no one to interpret, let each of them keep silent in church and speak to himself and to God. Okay. So that is when basically you're just, you're just saying what God is saying through the tongue. You're interpreting, meaning like you're gathering the information that God is saying through the, the tongues, the gift of tongues in that person. And Someone, so while someone else is speaking in tongues now, well, I've seen this done with one person too. Um, shout out to Bishop Clarence McClendon. I have seen him speak in tongues all of a sudden. It was so powerful. I've seen him speak in tongues, like just out of nowhere, but I mean, them tongues was like going for a minute and then he then interpreted what he just said. So it can be done with two people like, you know, but if there is no, uh, wait, wait, hold on. If anyone's speaking in tongue, let there be only two or at most three. And each in turn, let someone interpret, right? So, um, but I've seen this done with one person and I've seen this done with two people. So, um, I've seen this done where, you know, yeah, they, he spoke in tongues. He spoke in tongues. It was like two or three sentences, but it was really powerful. What was said? Um, don't ask me. I forgot what was said. Okay. I just, I just remember seeing it. Um, and or hearing it and he then said after he spoke in tongues for a minute he then told everyone in english what what he just said um and then i've seen this at all nations with 
uh, Apostle Matthew Stevenson speaking in tongues and uh, one, I want to see his pastor. Yeah, his pastor, one of his pastors, Ricky Watson, uh, did an inter, he gave the, inter he has a gift of interpretation of tongues as well as speaking tongues. So he was able to interpret what was said. Okay. So it's a supernatural thing that like God does. I know it seems randomly, but God, listen, God is still a God of decency and order. It may seem random to us, but God knows exactly what he's doing. Um, and that's the gift of interpretation of tongues. Okay. Uh, and like I said, I find that way cooler than the tongues itself, honestly. Um, okay. So let me clarify the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So people think that when you speak in tongues, that's when, uh, like people think now it is evidence that you have the Holy Spirit on the inside. It's a manifestation, but it's not the only manifestation, like I said earlier. Okay. Um, but people act like, you know, there's a Holy Spirit when you get saved and then, then there's a baptism, like, oh, you speak in tongues and then listen, you now. You don't, like I say, you don't, you don't catch the Holy Spirit. You get filled and, or baptized with the Holy Spirit and, or baptized. Yeah. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit happens at salvation, not when you get the gift of tongues. I'm going to say it again. The baptism of the Holy Spirit happens at salvation and, you know, um, and I feel led to go with go down this route. So when you, we seen a water baptism, right? And you dunk someone in the water. It's to show that the old them has passed away. Behold, all things have old things have passed away. Behold, um, all things are made new and whoever is in Christ is a new creature. That's what the bat, the water baptism, that ceremony is for. That's what that purpose is for. So it was meant to be in front of people. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, um, when you're immersed in water, I mean, like you're drenched, right? You're wet. It's not like a couple of, it's not like a couple of drips. I mean, like you're, you're soaking wet. Okay. So now when you're baptized with the Holy spirit, now it's like, imagine yourself like being spiritually, like just soaked with Jesus and the love of Jesus. I mean, this is when you're accepting the great, you're receiving grace for your life, for your sins to be washed and clean. Like you're just, you're in a spiritual it's a spiritual baptism, but a spiritual, whoo, whoo, whoo. Thank you. Holy spirit It's a spiritual baptism in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. It is a spiritual baptism in the blood of Jesus. Okay. And you know, he's, it's a, a forgiving and repentance of your sins. It's a forgiveness of your sins. And you have, you're going to, Jesus said, you know, John, the John, the Baptist, he baptized you with water, but soon you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. That is talking about you. And then that's how the ministry in the Bible was. It was called the way instead of Christianity. It was just called the way. Um, but that is how you get baptized with the Holy Spirit, because now you accepted Jesus in your life. So you're baptized in the grace of God. Jesus is the grace of God. He's full of grace and truth. 
We're saved by grace. Jesus is our, Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Okay. So like, just, just come on and think, just think about it. Like if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, what you have done is received the grace of God for your life. And you have been blood washed. You have been baptized in the blood of Jesus to now be a part of the body of Christ. You have been baptized with the Holy Spirit. Like it is Jesus Christ on the inside of you. Period. That's why they who follow after the spirit of God are the sons of God. Does that make sense? Now, what what happens, you know, what can happen two or three times is you getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm not going to bring up scripture for this, um, but nonetheless, uh, when Jesus was resurrected and he appeared to the disciples. He told them, you know, receive the Holy spirit. Then we have Pentecost, the tongues of fire filled with the Holy spirit with other tongues. And then, um, in acts chapter four, um, they were filled with it again. And we see Peter, the apostle Peter becoming more active. Right. So, um, did, when you get filled with the Holy spirit, that can happen a lot now. Okay. Okay. Now I got to go into my story. Um, so I, so here's the thing. I knew I was saved. I knew I believed in Jesus. I didn't have a strong relationship with, with Jesus. But, um, at this time when I, uh, received the gift of tongues, I was very, I was very scared. I was scared of the Holy spirit, but the Holy spirit was already inside of me. <laughs> like what? Um, I was very scared of the Holy spirit because mainly like I, you can get drunk in the Holy spirit. And I've seen that. I remember like, and I'll, I'll never forget it. I remember it to this day. I was like five or six years old. And I, I remember I was at a, a church service and I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. Um, now that I look back, it did feel very heavenly. It really did. But I mean, I was scared. <laughs> um, this lady was going, this black lady was just going up and down the aisle, just up and down the aisle. And she looked all sorts of, now that I look back, you know, I thought it was something demonic. Like, ironically enough, ironically enough, uh, I thought it was something demonic, but it was something heavenly. Um, and so she was so drunk with the Holy spirit. Like she was just like the way she was walking was like, she was just limping and just like, just like weak, but like it was, she was drunk in the Holy spirit and the, she was so drunk in the Holy spirit that the ushers had to carry her out. Like I, I to this day have never, ever seen anything like it. Um, but I know that lady did not leave the same, the same way she came. Um, the whole, I've seen the Holy spirit, like so the Holy Spirit is a he, as we've seen in scripture, but I've, it really, uh, he really looks like, um, now this is going to just sound weird, but I've seen the Holy Spirit in my room before. Um, actually visiting that same church where I saw the Holy Spirit, you know, that lady getting drunk in the Holy Spirit at, um, I was visiting this church cause I'm like, man, I haven't been here ever since I was very little, you know? And I saw the Holy Spirit and it looks like frequency waves or like heat waves, like in the air, like when it's really hot and it's hitting like a hundred something degrees in the atmosphere. 
like it looks like heat waves or like sound frequency waves. Okay. Um, it, it, yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. All right. It's describe him. You see what I'm saying? Like I got to fix that. Um, that's the best way I can describe him and what he looks like, but it looks like waves in the air. Okay. Um, so with me getting tongues. Okay. So I was very scared because of seeing that in the past and not ever forgetting it. Um, so I was just like, Oh God, I'm good on that. And this one time, like I was talking to God and I was just sitting in my room and I, I just felt the Holy spirit so close to me. Like it was just, it, and I, no, not even the Holy spirit. I felt Jesus very close to me. I felt Jesus very close to me. And it was just like, you know, I felt like Jesus was like, you know, I would, I would just really love if you spoke in tongues, you know, no pressure, but you know, I'm just saying like, it would just be nice, you know, for you to do that. And I was, I was looking at, I, I was the area in my room where I felt him the most. I was just like, I was looking at him up and down, like, Negro, please. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> but I was just like, oh, fine. Like, <laughs> I just knew that that's what Jesus wanted me to do. And like, you know, that's the son of God. So it's just like, you can, can you really say no? <laughs> so I just, I was just like, man. <laughs> oh, snap. I was like, man, oh, fine. <laughs> just get it. Um, so what happened was I had a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. And I just, oh, boy, like I just knew. Here's the thing. I knew that that's what Jesus wanted to have happen. And so therefore, I all I did was just submit it to Jesus and just open myself up to the uh, gift of tongues to receive it. And boy, oh boy, I heard the Holy Spirit on the inside of me was just like, keep going, keep going. Because it was scary at first because you just, you don't know what you're speaking Right. But I heard the Holy Spirit being like, you know, pushing me like, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And next day, next year, you know, I'm, you know, here it go. It's manifested. And it manifested into, you know, what you hear, what you heard earlier in the episode, but what you hear, you know, on my episodes, it's my prayer language. So the, the thing I'm going to end it with this. The thing that is hindering you between you and receiving the, between you and you receiving the gift of tongues is your lack of faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for evidence of things not seen. It's like you really just, I, when I received the gift of tongues, I knew for a fact, it wasn't, no, it was nothing I could do about it. It was nothing I could change about it. I knew God wanted me to speak in tongues. I was scared. I was legit scared to receive it. I didn't want to receive it, but I just knew for it. Like there was no other way around it. Like I just knew I was going to receive it. And I don't, I'm sensing right now, like a fear of like what you're going to say when, you know, you get filled with the Holy Spirit. But like, it's going to sound, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to sound like gibberish. You're going to sound like, you know, lost your mind. 
Okay. You're going to sound like you are just speaking, you know, just, just the most randomest stuff. Okay. But over time, when you work, it's a gift and you have to keep, you got to just constantly stir up the gift. I got to keep stirring up the gift before I, I lose it. You know, um, I, I really feel like I need, I need a whole new prayer language, but, um, <clears throat> but nonetheless, like, nonetheless, you are, it's going to sound weird because these, this is unknown tongues that I'm talking about. So these, these are tongues from heaven. If that gives you any kind of, you know, safety or any peace about it, these are supernatural, like heavenly tongues. Now, sadly, there is demonic tongues, but I'm not going to get into that. But the spiritual tongues is it how you know the difference between, you know, whether you got heavenly tongues or demonic tongues. I mean, just who are you submitted to? You know, I could, I could go deeper into that, but are you, are you truly submitted to Jesus or are you, or are you submitted to the devil? If you're submitted to Jesus, you're going to get heavenly tongues. Okay. Do not, don't let, and don't let the devil tell you that, you know, your prayer language is demonic. Okay. Cause that, that actually means that it, it came straight from heaven and he's scared. Okay. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't like when, when we speak in tongues cause he don't, he don't understand what's, what, what we're saying, what the Holy Spirit is saying on the inside of us. And that's how we like it. Um, but nonetheless, like I, I, I keep, I keep sensing, um, uh, with my listeners that y'all are just, y'all are scared. Like y'all, like y'all, like, and I understand, I really do, but y'all, I'm going to just, I'm going to be real with y'all right now. Like y'all are going to sound crazy at first. <laughs> it got to form. It got to be stirred up on the inside of you. And it has to, the prayer language has to form. Okay. But you know, if you asking, if you're asking Jesus for the spirit of the, I mean, if you're asking, asking Jesus for the gift of tongues, you're going to receive heavenly tongues. He's the son of God. You're not going to receive demonic tongues. Okay. Just like, you know, come on, make that make sense. Um, but if you just say like, you know, if you say a quick prayer, like, you know, God, like I didn't even say no prayer. I was just like, all right, <laughs> you know, and I surrendered. Um, but if you just were like, you know, Jesus, you know, fill me with tongues of fire. I want a fresh and filling of the Holy spirit. If you're already saved, um, you can get filled again, but you don't need to be baptized with it. You only get baptized once for salvation of the Holy spirit. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, nonetheless, um, yeah, if you just say, God, you know, fill me up. I want a fresh and filling of the Holy spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues and, you know, and you truly open yourself up and submit it to God with that. You should, you should receive it. You should be able to now speak in a heavenly language. If you don't, I t- the only thing I could tell you is that you're in your own way because I was scared. Like I was terrified to receive what I thought was the Holy Spirit, which is, but it was just a, uh, the gift of tongues. But I was petrified to speak in tongues. I was petrified of the Holy Spirit, even though the Holy Spirit was already inside of me because I confessed Jesus as my Lord and Savior. So you know, coming from someone that didn't want to even speak in tongues, but now speaks in tongues, you got to believe that you can receive it. 
you know, and I'm going to also end with this. God wants everyone to speak in tongues because as the Bible says, it edifies you. And listen, God is all about intimacy. This is only a language between you and him. And you may not understand it, but it's no, no devil can understand it. And no other human being can understand it. It is only between you and God. If, if, if the devil could understand it, you know, the, the, the Bible would say, would say that already, but it is just between the Holy Spirit on the inside of you and God. And it's supposed to edify you. And this is how you come into more knowledge and revelation and more mysteries of God. The more you speak in tongues, the more you stir yourself up just between you and him and your private time. Like that's a, God loves um, that, that, that private intimacy with us. So it doesn't make sense to say like, oh, speaking in tongues is for a select few. No, that's, that's very unbiblical um, and it's inaccurate. Um, if it's supposed to edify, if it's supposed to intercede for you, speaking in tongues too deep, um, not tongues, groanings and utterance too deep for words. If you're, if it intercedes for you for things that you can't even explain, why wouldn't he, God is an impartial God. He is not a hypocritical, you know, prejudice. He is not a respecter of persons. He is an impartial God. He wants all it is all we're all on the same level playing field you know he wants all of us to speak in tongues now the difference between gifts and roles are two different things you have to be born to be an apostle like he has to create you to be a prophet create you to be an apostle you know you have to be born a teacher or an evangelist or a pastor okay that's not something that you could just receive okay um but um, now there's like, you know, the gift of prophet, for instance, like there's the gift of prophecy, but to be a prophet is that role, you know, though that's different. Okay. Um, but gifts and callings are without repentance. So you can receive the gift. Okay. But your calling, you know, that's something you have to really walk in. You got to walk in your calling and your role. Oh, excuse me. So sorry. People's roles are different in the body of Christ. Okay. So not everyone is going to be an apostle. Not everyone's going to be a prophet. Not the roles are different. Okay. You and you need a specific grace. And some I, I I know at least with two of them, you need a certain mantle with that. You can't just it's not something you could just up and receive it, you know? It's it's that's not it. Now with the gift of tongues, yeah, you more likely can do that. You can up and receive it, but you know, if you're talking about being, uh, like, first of all, like even with being an intercessor, um, you gotta, you know, you really have to take some time, some dedicated time, you know, you, first of all, you gotta learn about in, what intercession is. And then like, you gotta learn about different night watches, you know, you gotta let God train you to be that intercessor, but that's something that you're called to be like the things that, that God has called you to be like, that's going to be different for everyone because not everyone is born doing the same thing. Okay. Except for, you know, being made in the image and likeness of God and we're the reflection of his glory. And we you were, so we're all supposed to be his representatives on the earth. Okay. That's our purpose to be, to sub, to have dominion and subdue the earth. But you know, in the way that he wants us to not us, but yeah, anyway, um, but yeah, and that's all I have to say about that. And I'm done. But 
you know, you can receive, if you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, and even after I do this altar call, you know, once you're done, when you say this prayer after me, you have been baptized with the Holy Spirit. You have been baptized in grace. You've been baptized in the grace of God and the blood of Jesus Christ. Um, and, and now you're saved. But now, since you have the Holy Spirit, you are st- like you are now capable of speaking in tongues. Okay, you can do it. It's in you. <laughs> okay. Um, and recently, um, you know, I love my apostle. <laughs> apostle Stevenson said, like, you know, talking about Pentecost, the gift of the Father was the Son. The gift of the Son was the Holy Spirit. Now, the gift of the Holy Spirit is a prayer language just between you and God. Why wouldn't he want us to have all of that? Why wouldn't he want all of us to have that? Okay. So now I really got to wrap this up. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, repeat this prayer, repeat this prayer after me. Can't talk for some reason. Lord God, I repent. I believe in the son you sent. He died on the cross just for me to heaven. I'll go to heaven. I'll be. And now you're saved. Woo. And you are now baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay. You are baptized in the blood of Jesus. You've been blood washed. Hey, you have been saved. You have been redeemed. You're now justified. Isn't that crazy? It's so cool. Um, so now read your word, um, fall in love with Jesus, getting your word and into your Bible. Um, I say specifically to read the book of Romans first. Um, and then also ask God for the church that he wants you to go to. Um, if you want to sell into my cash app. Oh, and if you want to, if you want to speak in tongues, this now is now's the time. You just got saved. Now's the time to receive it. Open yourself up and receive it. Submit to God and receive it. Okay. Um, if you want to sell it to me personally, my cash app is dollar sign capital S I D N I capital G. Again, that's capital S I D N I capital G. If you want to sell it to this podcast platform, you can sell for a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars at anchor.fm slash S I D N I dash pp again that's anchor.fm slash s-i-d-n-i dash pp um again you can donate for a dollar five dollars ten dollars and we're only on facebook uploading mondays wednesdays fridays at 8 p.m eastern standard time so i love you i really hope this clarified a lot about tongues period and i will see you next week bye